Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. What is something you don't want to find in your bed? Most people say they don't like the feeling of crumbs in their bed. You know, say uh, somebody's come to bed with some potato chips, cookies or something. A midnight snacker. Yeah. I mean, I always take my midnight snacks. I eat them in shame right there in the kitchen. (laughs) Never going to bring up a jar of pickles and a bunch of cold cuts and lie in bed. But, um, yeah, people, uh, a lot of uh, people admit to uh, eating in bed. But certainly don't like uh, to be rolling around in the uh, the crumb bits. Now, I would say in my own bed, if I crawled in and there was crumbs or something, first of all, I'd be laughing about it because I'd caught Maria. Or maybe I was like, oh, good, I saw him first and I'd get rid of him because it was me. <laughs> I, I don't really care. I mean, it's our sheets. It's our crumbs. I don't want to be crawling into a hotel bedroom and find a snack Ooh, tray under the No, thank you. Yeah. Under the sheets. But uh, those of us who do admit to, uh, admit to eating in bed. Uh, it's mostly cookies, chips, and popcorn. This type of thing. Late night, watching a show. Right. You ever grab a bag of chips and bring them upstairs to bed while you're nah, watching not TV? Not really to bed, no. I'll, I'll just I'll flop on the couch and eat those. Oh, really? Ed? Yeah. Adrian doesn't like a snack in bed either? No. Well, we saved the bed for the arguing. Yeah. Uh, no. She doesn't like to shove stuff in her mouth in bed. <laughs> well, and, and to be honest, like, I I couldn't imagine having crumbs in bed because I remember growing up, we had the cottage and it had a popcorn ceiling mm. and we had bunk beds. If you were in that top bunk and grazed at any point, even like getting up into the bunk, you grazed right. your head on it and the popcorn ceiling crap would, would come off right. into the sheets and I could not sleep. It just feels like sandpaper. That whole popcorn thing in, in homes is certainly a trend that's over with now. Anytime people do renos, that popcorn is the first oh, to go. They're scraping them right away. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. In my mother-in-law's house, I guess at one time it was a bit of an art because not only did she have the popcorn, but it's like put on in a fancy design around lights yes. and chandeliers and in front of windows. Like at some point, I guess in the 70s and 80s, there was artists who were like the, the popcorn artists. Right. You call them in. <laughs> Get Picasso in here to, <laughs> yeah, that's right. you know, to do the popcorn ceiling. But yeah, it's a lost art. Um, I guess you couldn't really be uh, eating chips. What with the helmet and all the headgear, you'd be just slamming, oh my the, goodness, chi- yeah. <laughs> slamming the chips into like the... A, once I get the mouth guard in, there's no point. Unless I'm having jello. There are everyday activities, Lucky, you can do that count as exercise. Now, we all wish that uh, holding the remote and holding the button a lot would really get the heart rate up. Uh No, that's not on the list. But things like uh, just running errands, walking through the aisles of a store is just as good as walking outside, especially if you're in a rush or walking briskly and get your cart, fill it up, go up and down the aisles and get some exercise. Okay. While you're picking up all your uh, junk food. Right. Uh, Just cleaning around the house involves a lot of bending, lifting and other physical activities. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. I'd rather do the cleaning, though, than uh, than uh, yard work. Like, I hate, like, raking leaves. And right. I hate gardening. Yeah, the, the, I don't mind mowing the lawn, but beyond That's that. Fine. Yeah. I hate shoveling snow. Even going back after the mower with the trimmer is like, oh, really? Oh, see? <laughs> Am I not done? I'm so proud of myself, though, when I get it finished. Gotcha. You know, I get a whole routine. Well, I, I think that's why... You know, mowing is is such a male task because we need to see mm-hmm. uh, like progress as we're going yeah that's true yeah that and barbecuing just ran and the garbage put out and uh, it seems to be that it's just randomly the dude's thing right 
But I wish more women, like I know Ted talked about this. He was holding, uh, Ted Reader was holding courses at one time for women and, and barbecuing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's such an odd thing that literally a sliding door decides, <laughs> honey, you cook inside, right. me man, cook yeah. outside. As if all of a sudden we know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I love how men brag that they, oh, I did the barbecue. You stood there with a beer in your hand while you, your wife brought you everything. <laughs> How's that salad coming, hon? Okay, yeah. I'm going to turn it now. Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> Stand back, kids. This is delicate work. I'm flipping a hamburger. Did you cut all the condiments and toast the buns? Perfect. Oh, yeah. Wall, you. Me outside. It's it's very odd. And I don't know why more women don't take to the grill. Although you think it would be. Could you imagine? Like, how would it play out at the Luck Ranch if all of a sudden Adrian one day said, I got a real passion for barbecue. I'm going to start doing the barbecuing. <laughs> It'd be World War Three. Oh, yeah, I'll be home from the golf course at <laughs> 7. Don't touch my smoker. Don't touch my grill. None of this is yours. Um... So, yeah, yard and lawn work, it's, uh, it's good. Good workout for you. Walking your dog, of course, that counts as exercise. I like this, the uh, I'm late sprint. Running to catch a train or bus can get your heart rate going enough to count as light to moderate exercise. Really? So just be late for work every day. You'll yeah. lose your job, but you'll be in good shape. And, of course, playing with your kids. Doing anything with your kids takes a lot of energy. Right, yeah. Well, arguing will get the heart rate up. <laughs> And the blood pressure. Yes, oh yeah. <laughs> and it's rock mornings for a Tuesday. Back at it. The day we despise the most. Right. Still a full week ahead. But we will soldier through as we do. Lucky struggling last night. Not getting a lot of sleep. Spending a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah, What's going on? Yeah, a little tummy issues. And I, I, I'm reading the story this morning with uh, poisoning potentially at a Markham restaurant. Mm. I had to think of where, where was I last time. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> And you've dined and enjoyed Markham cuisine uh, quite Very a few times. Often, yes, yeah, that's that's never any fun when we get the rumbles in the middle of the night. Oh, well, and it's just like as soon as I laid down, like mm. one thing, it's me and my stomach issues. Very normal in the evening after dinner for me to have to use the bathroom, but it, but you know, as soon as I laid down, it just felt like this weight, mm. like everything shift and went. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is not going to end well. Now, uh, it's a great trick by some people. I know the lovely Maria has uh, made a, uh, she's made a life of it, where uh, right after dinner, you excuse yourself to go to the bathroom to avoid having to help wash the dishes. Oh, right. I, hey, listen, I got to go. I'm sorry. I, right. I missed the whole yeah. experience of washing the dishes. So Good call. Yeah. Either you uh, haven't really had the fake tummy problems all along. You've just been trying to get out of washing the dishes. Right. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I end up having to wash a toilet anyway. <laughs> not sure what's it's, worse. It's a visual. <laughs> That's a visual. Plus, since we did the kitchen, we've been using the dishwasher steadily. It's All right, you got the new fancy new kitchen, yeah. Uh-huh. And I keep hearing, too, that now that we use the dishwasher, because before, we had a dishwasher for, well, we've been in the house for, what, 15, 16 years, something mm. like that. And I can probably count in less than... I wouldn't need my toes to count how many times we actually used the dishwasher hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. And now that we have started, and it's much different. Like, the dishwashers uh, have won. The technology's advanced. It's super quiet. So you don't even know it's on. And we yet. can have it on and be in the kitchen and, and be able to have a conversation. So it really is different. It works well. 
Um, but on top of that, I see all these commercials now about how much less water you use mm-hmm. when you use a dishwasher. You're talking like, like 10 to 20 liters per wash, which I never really occurred to me before. How much, you know, with the tap running yeah. the whole time, how much you're actually using. Yeah, between filling your sink and then rinsing on the other side. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of water. So what did you do with all your roasting pans and other things that used to be right, stored well, in the dishwasher? Well, thankfully, we gained a little bit of space with the pantry cupboard. We, we haven't had to shift everything out into the garage or anything. I, uh, I'm, I'm always back and forth with the dishwasher. We Same situation. We have one. It's a fairly modern one and, um, and is quiet and all of that and has the two uh, spinners, which is good and has all sorts of different features and things it'll do, sanitizing and all this other stuff. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of stuff just stored in there. We don't use it. And I think it's because, well, when it's just Maria and I, there's not enough dishes to bother. Right. You know, if you uh, just kept using all your dishes until the dishwasher was full, you'd now be out of dishes and they have nothing but dirty dishes sitting in the dishwasher. Um, And I, I just find the whole process of stacking it. And when they're all done, unstacking them, like emptying yeah. it, to be a complete pain in the arse. It becomes a new process all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Like, like uh, who's, whose job is this going to be? Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is where we can get the kids a little more involved in mm. it, too. Because before, they were just throwing plates up onto the counter. <laughs> walking away. <laughs> and walking away. Now, it's like, no, 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 you got to scrape it off. Maybe even rinse it for a second if you've got all this sticky crap on it. And they do that? And they're uh, doing it? Uh, well, it's, a, it's a learning process. <laughs> yeah. I sense dishwasher or no dishwasher. Those dishes are still just getting tossed on the counter. Uh, I tell you what, though. As of next week, when all that lunch crap starts coming back right. uh, in the school lunches, because that's the part parents dread the most. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we celebrate going back to school, school lunches are an absolute pain in the arse. Oh, that's right. It is coming around to Tuesday of next week, right? Right, yeah. Well, for many, some are, some of the high schools are back in already. Right. But for those with the young ones, this is once again that time of year that I suggest, and people don't take me up on it, but I'm telling you, it's a thing of beauty. I like to call it White Wine Tuesday. <laughs> and this is where you and your significant other, after dropping those little pain in the arses off to the bus, you go and find a patio and you enjoy a Tuesday afternoon lunch. I, I may partake. With no kids around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've, I've brought it up to you a few years yes. in a row. Yes. And you have not listened to me. Uh-huh. This year you should. <laughs> and then the two of you can go back home and Adrian can sit there and work right in front of you again all day. <laughs> This actually sounds like something Ricky Gervais would make fun of other celebrities for doing. Ricky did some shows at a theater in London recently in order to test out some new material for a tour, and patrons were banned from having ice in their drinks because the sound of it distracts him. Wow. Now, at one show, he actually roasted a guy who was having a snack at his seat. He asked him, didn't you have dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Then he told the crowd that this guy's having an effing picnic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty funny. Ricky also made headlines for beefing up security in his gigs, which is understandable given the recent onstage attacks of Chappelle and uh, Salman Rushdie. So you can't have ice in your drink at a Ricky Gervais wow. show. Yeah. Netflix is being sued for defamation over the miniseries Inventing Anna. But it's not Anna herself. It's the plaintiff is uh, Rachel Williams, a friend of the con artist. She was played on the show by an actress named Katie Lowe's, and she's not a fan of how she was portrayed. Okay. Rachel says that basically everything about her on the show was made up, and she's not that greedy, snobbish, disloyal, dishonest, cowardly, manipulative, opt- opportunistic person they made her out to be. <laughs> What's she asking for? <laughs> uh, a lot of money. I'm not greedy. Yeah, that's I right. I want $50 million. That's right. 
She goes on to say Netflix purposely used my real name and real aspects of my life to create a total false and defamatory characterization of me. The truth matters and portraying real people requires real responsibility. Now, for the record, and I watched it, so I remember this, the show never tried to hide the fact that it took dramatic liberties. It even carried a disclaimer that said, this story is completely true, except for the parts that are totally made up. Right. So they were never hiding the facts. Gotcha. But as we learned uh, during Random Facts, Americans love suing Americans. Yes. We'll see if uh, poetic license Mm -hmm. is allowed here. Um, we have been wondering if this would happen at some point, and I guess it did. But Chris Rock said no. He's been offered to be the host of the 2023 Oscars, and he uh, turned it down. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I get it. I, I think, you know, he doesn't want to be the spectacle. Mm-hmm. You know, And the Oscars are obviously looking for the draw, right? Of course. He said it would be like going to, uh, to returning to the scene of a crime. Chris also has refused to uh, an offer to do some Super Bowl commercials, but he hasn't said what the company was that he turned down. The full trailer for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. I just saw it earlier. It's very funny. Uh, and it, it seems that the film slightly exaggerates Al's climb to the top. <laughs> Actually, it wildly exaggerates Weird Al's climb to the top. Uh, in, in some of the scenes played by Daniel Radcliffe, and he, do, he does a great job. Yeah, it's weird. It's Harry Potter, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they show Weird Al binging on drugs and alcohol, apparently having an affair with Madonna. There's also a scene where Weird Al angrily puts out a cigarette on a guy's palm. <laughs> None of this stuff actually happened that we know of. Right. But I would believe the Madonna story. Um, I always love when you hear about uh, different uh, celebrity feuds. And uh, Cracked.com has uh, revisited some older ones that we might have forgotten about. There was a time where South Park versus Family Guy, there was a big fight between those two big shows. Big feud, yeah. They hated each other. Uh, South Park did an entire episode about how the, the jokes on Family Guy were just randomly strung together pop culture references that could be constructed by a group of manatees in a tank. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane shot back that he didn't think his staff had enough spare time to do an entire episode about South Park. Of course, there was the Jay Leno Conan O'Brien feud. Uh huh. That fight over the Tonight Show ended with Conan leaving after only seven months as the host. He later said, I just wanted to say to the kids out there watching, you can do anything you want in life unless Jay Leno wants to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading this, an open letter to uh, Larry the Cable Guy. It was written by David Cross, who's a pretty smart comic, and he hates Larry the Cable Guy. Because he just thinks he delivers the lowest form of comedy. Right. But Larry countered uh, that David takes himself too seriously and overanalyzes comedy. And that's when David went at him hard in this open letter to Larry the Cable Guy. I'm sure you could find it if you wanted to read it. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. I didn't realize they had yeah, broken they up. Yeah, they totally split. Yeah, of course, they did Step Brothers and Elf and Talgadega Nights and Anchorman, FunnyOrDie.com. If you're just thinking, Adam McKay is not John C. Riley. He's not uh, no. the actor. He's no. the producer and, and writer that, that kind of did it all with Will. Yeah, they met at SNL because Adam McKay was a writer on SNL. And they did uh, Funny or Die together. Well, I guess what happened was McKay did the series Showtime about the L.A. Lakers, and it was terrific. And um, the uh, the part of uh, Jerry Buss went to John C. Riley instead of Will Ferrell. And that's, right. That's oh, what, really? That's what caused that fight. Andy Dick and John Lovitz. I remember this. John blamed Andy for the death of their friend Phil Hartman. Hartman, of course, was shot by his wife, but Andy supposedly got her rehooked on drugs 
after she had cleaned herself up. Oh. One night at a comedy club, they got into it, and John reportedly slammed Andy's head into a bar five or six times. Holy cow. Yeah. And one of the all-time greats, Eddie Murphy versus Bill Cosby. When Eddie was coming up, Bill actually called him to complain about his foul language. That's right. Eddie did a whole bit about it in his concert movie, Raw. Eddie has had the last laugh when he accepted his Mark Twain Prize for American Humor in 2015. He said, did y'all make Bill give his back? That's true. (laughs) Yeah, he's also said a few times, I think it was on uh, SNL when he hosted for the 40th about... You know, you all thought back in the 80s, me and the women and the all going on, the craziness going on. And Bill, and here I stand and Bill is in prison. You want to stay away from the blood of eels, Lucky. Avoid it if okay. you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, it's more poisonous than snake venom. But uh, there are several chemical processes, including cooking it, that will render it harmless. So if you're, you know, thinking, hmm. Blood of eel for dinner with uh, some crackers would be lovely. Nice soup. <laughs> oh, you cook Lord. it up. It'll be, uh, it'll be fine that way. I think that was a specialty we had in Galloway. Uh Bangladesh. Here's an interesting fact about Bangladesh. They have not elected a male prime minister since 1989. It's all been the ladies. Okay. Yeah. Nice. A um, couple of things here, uh, right here in Canada. It's illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft in Canada. It's illegal to pretend, but it's legal to practice witchcraft if you're doing it for real. Okay. Just can't fake it. How does that work with Halloween? We should all be arrested. Right. Yeah. It's just an odd thing about Canada. Um, And Canada is one of the only countries that requires lottery winners to complete basic math problems. (laughs) Without a calculator, you know. So, like when you claim a lottery winning, and then it'll they'll have a little like a little math question. We have on even on contesting things we've done. Yeah, we used to have that a lot when you're picking it up a skill testing question. Yeah, but you know, if seventy million dollars, you've just won it, and they ask you what's five times four, and you say fish. I understand you're a little nervous, a little jumpy. Yeah, uh, they give you a second shot. Don't get what happens wrong. to the money if they keep. <laughs> You're telling me you won a lottery, seventy million, and you didn't know what five times four was. <laughs> I thought it was Jello. Um, Americans spend twice as much suing each other as they do on cars. Wow. Twice as much. Twice. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of suing going on. There. Yeah. The first movie with a hundred million dollar budget was True Lies in 1994. I remember that flick. That, you know, it was a good one too. That was good. A bit of a remote drop. If I see that on, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll stop and watch. Schwarzenegger and uh, and Tom Arnold, he was good in that too. Jamie Lee Curtis was really good. That's right? true. She, she was she, great in that. She played the wife of uh, of uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Tom Arnold. I mean, he hasn't done a lot, and obviously most known for that train wreck of a marriage to Roseanne. But uh-huh. uh, he, he's done a couple of movies, and every time I find him amusing, like he did a, a movie, a rom com with Hugh Grant years ago called Nine Months, and it was all about the story of Hugh Grant and his girlfriend, and she's pregnant, and Hugh Grant is all nervous and freaking out. And Tom Arnold, I believe, played like the neighbor or his buddy, and he's always just dopey, dumb Tom Arnold. <laughs> it's quite good. Got in, uh, in a fight with like a blow-up uh, Barney or something in oh, a kid's okay. toy store in the movie. It was very good. Um, elevators and escalators made by the Otis Elevator Company carry about 2 billion people a day. Wow. Which means they transport the equivalent of every person in the world approximately every four days. 
Yeah, you see a lot of those Otis elevators. Yeah, they've cornered. Hope the they're market. built well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they seem to really own that uh, that thing. Um, this this shows truly how dumb. Uh, again, sometimes men are. I can only ima- imagine this was men who asked this question. I I wouldn't think women would would uh, would do something so silly. In 1983, NASA engineers asked astronaut Sally Ride if 100 tampons would be enough for her one week in space. <laughs> she making clothing out of them? Dining on them? 100 tampons. You're using 100 tampons in a week. You shouldn't be in a spaceship. You should be in the hospital. <laughs> that is crazy. Engineers, supposed to be smart men. Right. Obviously not around women very Rock much. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.